chicken dinner. I'm feeling myself. Hello, everybody. It is Monday, May 3rd, 2021, and we just finished the 27th episode. Oh, there it is. The 27th episode of Big Brother Canada Season 9. It is the final week, week 10 here in the Big Brother um, Canada house. And uh, we just got, we're in our final four. We just had our uh, final four HOH. And uh, uh, effectively, what we thought was going to be a, a hyper accelerated episode was not. Um, instead, was um, something quite different, Jamil. It was more of a clip show. So, a little bit of a different pace and a little, maybe, maybe uh, a little less exciting than we had anticipated because we thought maybe, well, we're, we're get, hey, Monday, the feeds are going to be down for days, right? They are going to give us um, an HOH tonight, a veto, maybe maybe even the eviction. And then we're going to get right to final three. We're going to get part one of the HOH. But that's not the case. Nope. Instead, this is more of a traditional week where we're going in this final four. We have the nominate. We have the HOH. We have a bunch of filler. Um, the competition itself. We have some some of the strategy talk between these final four, and uh, and and a and a glam ball which fills up a lot of this, uh, along you know with some with some other stuff like Wendy's visits and. Um, Got to make sure we have that Wendy's segment. Yes. Well, if you get the apple pecan salad, you know it's uh, it's worth it. <laughs> and uh, oh, but oh, make sure to have dessert first, Jamil. Yeah. Make sure to have your frosty before anything else. And also, um, yeah, just these nominations. And we're going to get a veto on Wednesday. I would assume because only one person's voting, they're not going to make us wait till Thursday to, for us to find out who that person is no, evicted. My understanding is no, we won't. I know that we have to fill two hours on Thursday. And, and that's the other thing. We have a two-hour finale starting at 8 p.m. on Thursday. So we will finish at the normal time. But, Yay. <laughs> but we get twice the fun, twice the all the episode. Um, so, so I guess there's a couple things to react to tonight. Uh, namely, okay, this maybe this HOH more than anything. The fact that it's Tashawn in this position, he's safe, he's guaranteed to final three. What's your reaction, Jamil? Seven. Oh, and by the way, I'm Dave Mater and Jamil Robinson. I didn't even introduce us yet. Seven questions, seven just seven questions for like a very important HOH. I, I, I felt like it should have been win like win by three or something. Like it just, it, it felt like a very minimal HOH. It didn't seem like it 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 fit the scope and the importance uh, that was necessary. This seems like something you would have done live or would have done a part on Thursday um, because it, it feels like it's meant to go quickly. But instead, that's not what happened. We they they only showed us one round. Because we had we had to do other things apparently in the in the lot on Thursday's episode, I guess. So we're here and we get this you know this buzzer beater, which was kind of a process of elimination. Like every time you picked like who was evicted that week, um, there's one less option because everyone was only evicted. Well, yeah, everyone's only been evicted <laughs> once, right? And Tara, we'll see. But um, yeah, like to me, this was a bit of a snoozer competition. I didn't it was. really, but it. They tried to make it uh, exciting with the edit. They because it was tied. It was seven rounds. Uh, Kiefer, Tara, and uh, Deshaun all took two uh, each, and then it was down to this final final round. About as dramatic as you can make this format. 
Uh, but it, guess what? Victoria was the only house guest left, right? That could be named because there were seven rounds, four people. So okay, I guess two people who were evicted were left out of this um, out of this competition. Yes, right. But In like of- once again, like I I just didn't like this competition at all. I felt this was somewhat. If if I was a competitor, I would feel kind of cheated. Honestly. Well, yeah, and there was no veto the week that Julie was going, right? Was there? I don't think there was. Uh, no, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. No, so Julie couldn't be an option, right? So anyway, so key, it, the more interesting things was just about diary room here, maybe Kiefer saying like, hey, if I don't win this, I'm kind of, uh, I'm not doing too good because they'd be silly not to take me out. So Which Sean's like, a- <laughs> I need to take Kiefer out, right? So this is uh, this played out exactly. Um, it just seemed like they were repeating a whole bunch of stuff this episode over and over again. Yeah, Tara's like, well, I guess I'm going on the block for the fifth time. I hate it because I didn't win. That's how this works. <laughs> like, I know, Tara. I know. I know how this works. Uh, after the competition, Kiefer knows he's in trouble. Uh, but maybe we should talk more about Brayden and Tashawn and their relationship or whatever it is. And um, there was a sequence with them in the bathroom after this competition where Brayden was like, hey, man, uh, gives him like a hug from behind. Tashawn kind of resists at first, but then embraces it. He's like, it, 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 like you know, he's completely, um, what's the word? Conning him? <laughs> I... I... I, I don't want to say that he's conning him. I just feel like he he is understanding the uh, the relationship that is being presented to him. All right. So when I say that, I mean that he he you know Braden is looking for comfort and he is allowing him to find it in him. Okay. So Braden's available. <laughs> you're saying no so... Br- Br- Braden like uh, people are different in terms of how they you know they seek comfort you know some people are not very um, um, involved in terms of being touchy-feely right and whereas others seem like they seem very um, they, they like that cuddling aspect of it right so Right. Um, I've seen other Big Brother players like this. It's not that unusual. But um, when Braden went to go hug to Sean from behind, <laughs> did you not have a reaction? Or did you not feel something? I, I didn't feel anything. I, 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 felt, I felt, did you feel something? I felt like Deshaun pulled away for a minute and then went, okay. oh, I can't pull away. I have to go with this. Yeah. Um, see, I'm a weird cat because. Uh, people sneaking up behind i'm not a big fan of at all so uh when i I, like that's that sequence seems normal to me if someone did that Mm -hmm. i would automatically just kind of like i might too but i don't think that's the way to would have reacted if beth had hugged him from behind in the same way (laughs) well beth probably feels different and at this point he's probably used to it yeah perhaps it's her Um, again (laughs) It's all op- it's open to interpretation. Everybody. Yes, yes, and, and I understand that's your interpretation of it. Um, so the whole conning aspect of it, Braden's also a big boy too, 
And mm-hmm. if Braden thinks that there's something more, he needs to verbalize it, and he should also separate it from the game as well. Well, he's a big boy, but he's a slightly less big boy than uh, <laughs> than Tashawn, who is 29, versus um, you know Braden, who I believe is 23. So it, there, you know, there, it's not a huge difference here, but there's you know, I think maybe a slightly more naive person in Braden. Well, lessons learned. Is we'll gonna see. Be the, is going to be an aspect of it. I'm not going to vilify people, just like how I'm not vilifying Beth for, you know, being the, you know, um, even like, Sorry. do we know if that relationship is genuine or not? I, I, she might have feelings for it, but that relationship might not necessarily be like genuine to the point that like parties involved might feel. No, like Jamil, they had a rain kiss. You know, Jetson and Beth, they were like, the, they're the new notebook, right? Oh, now I have to find it. I'll um, give you a moment. I, I just, like... <laughs> a little rankist. Never heard anybody. The cutest man in the world. See, Brady said it. Never heard anybody. It didn't hurt anybody. Didn't hurt anybody. No, it's, it's giving me lots of enjoyment playing that clip. I, I just... I, 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 I'm not going to start vilifying people for... I don't know if he deserves to be vilified, even if it turns out to be right, even if I turned out to be correct here. The Tashan's like deep down, he's not feeling this. He might be friends with Brayden, but he's not, he doesn't romantic. Never hugged one of your friends? Never let uh I'm not saying there's anything, but <laughs> I'm I, I what I read in that position was that Tashan wasn't into it. Okay. okay like fair he, enough. That, that, that's not necessarily his what he how he rolls. But but in this in the same in the same breath, we can also say that they could have a relationship and even sure. with having a relationship, you could still feel uncomfortable in that moment as well. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Or just knowing, hey, I'm on TV. That could be the source of it, too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the what Tashawn's deal is. But, um, you know, we could say we could also say he's a good player. Right. That he's that he's that this angle, the relationship with Braden and, and how he's going to use that to try to win the game is commendable from a gameplay standpoint. Yeah. Just like how some people are friends with people that they wouldn't necessarily be friends with for the sake of the game. Right. right? And then when the game is over, they're like, peace out. (laughs) Peace out. We were never really best friends. But you know, if you if you might believe that though, you might believe this you me and him or we're best friends for life now. Yeah. Whoever X person is. There's a chance that's true, but there's also a chance that hey, that relationship was just a a marriage of convenience. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, I also just you want don't to, talk to be a about, mad scientist to agree with that. To Sean's HOH sequence tonight. Um, who wants to see my HOH room? Oh, Final God. four. Um, he got a letter from his best friend Abby. Wait, did you skip over? Okay, could you clarify something for me? So first, there was a picture of him and his mom, and then the second picture was him and his mom in a bathing suit. No, the him it was that was Abby, wasn't it? Wasn't Abby in the bathing suit? Well, it was okay. I was I was confused for a second there, and I'm like, it's kind of weird that you would showcase the dude's mom in a bathing suit again. I did I couldn't I couldn't quite tell. Yeah, there was um, <laughs> yeah, it was all over the place. I don't know. It was much, like he read a letter. Like I, I don't this thing where you get a letter a letter from your friend, and then you get a video message from your mom at Wendy's. I guess I don't know. All of it's we're we're not big fans of it. We've talked about that in many podcasts. On Did it feel Monday like it nights. kind of breezed through 
this episode, like they didn't spend any time on it. They kind of just like, okay, we want to show the same things that we showed everyone. So here, picture, picture, letter, let's move on. I think especially since Ty didn't, like he was HOH before, but then it was a fake double eviction or whatever we want to call it. And, uh, you know, so he wasn't, he was, he was a fake HOH to some degree. So maybe this was them just giving him something back. I think they should have gave him a letter the first time. Even if it was a fake HOH, you still should get your letter. Yeah, you should still get the letter and maybe uh, your 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 music or a snack at least. <laughs> Whatever's in your thing. <laughs> um, yeah, hide this celery and peanut butter in the in the kitchen for you waiting. Yeah, exactly. Right. So this they, we had this HOH sequence. It was kind of standard. Um, then we had um, there was a sequence with Kiefer was talking to Ty in the kitchen about you know you know Kiefer's like hey and. Who do you want to be next to at the end? And who might take you and not take you to the end? And lots of scenarios. And I think Kiefer's making, he's doing exactly what he should be doing, which is kind of casting doubt on different scenarios and how he could be a benefit to Ty or how certain people may not want to take him to the end. All those kinds of things you're supposed to do. Yeah. So uh, it was, it was, I thought all of this was just, good you know you're seeing that the four, the final four are working the different angles we also saw Braden and ty were in the hoh room um they're kind of acknowledging that they both know that Kiefer beats them in the end the Kiefer is sort of like the heir apparent and will win this game if he's next to any of the other three uh and Kiefer seems to know this too and so it's um it they have to get him out. If not at this week, then at some point in the HOH, or if he is the final HOH, it's kind of game over. Yes, but the underlying issue with that thought process that Kiefer is the most dangerous player right now and needs to be gone for them to win is, isn't the issue whoever gets to take him out gets to add that to their resume? Right, so let's say Braden wins it. So wouldn't that make Braden the most dangerous person because he got rid of Kiefer, who was the last remaining dangerous player? It Um, depends on who cast the vote, right? And it really comes down to whether, like, if if Tashawn wins the veto, then somebody else casts the vote, but he gets to decide who casts the vote. Um, Probably he would get Braden to do it, but then how much can Braden get some of that credit? Uh, do you not take out Kiefer at the final four, knowing that Tashawn might get this huge resume notch, but you're taking this calculated risk that, hey, I'm not taking out Kiefer when I have the shot? You know, when Or I'm you take him out during three. final three. Yeah, but like, what if he can't? What if he wins? It's too, it's too much of a risk. Isn't um, anything too much of a risk at this point? They should have got rid of him last last week, honestly. They should have gotten rid of him two weeks ago, but they yeah. didn't. You know, they they flipped gears and they got out Tina, big threat Tina. Uh, it was kind of it was kind of dumb. Shoes then we the get game. well, we get to the start of the uh, the whole glam, the awards, and everything else. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, that was how they kicked off the sequence tonight. Uh, the ju- okay, the jury house. Sent out these. It was the it was the four of the jury uh, at first. They were doing this visit. Hey, we're doing the awards. It's the BB Can Awards, everybody. And we, you know, this is the house isn't the same since we left. Blah blah blah. Okay, so I need to talk about this. Um, <laughs> all of this stuff, not just at the very beginning when there was this jury house message, which I was 
okay with. But later on in the awards, where they were like showing, they're showing footage, they're showing sequences. Like this is kind of a Big Brother taboo, in my opinion, right? To show they have in the past, they they have shown sequences, um, in the past. Like, look, to be as long as they don't show anything that can impact the game, like Tushan being stupid, considering uh, reindeer is one thing. If I, I wasn't right. fan of the the argument. Yeah, I thought that showing that was back. not good for Tara's game. Um, not necessarily. I think that it shows that Tara has been independent and has for a long while felt that it was her versus everyone. It can, it, it, if even anything, it put like a bit of a, a target on her that's showing that she was stepping up her game and willing to call people out. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just think showing different stuff, like, Tashawn wasn't there to hear that. So, therefore, to give him that footage now, is it's shaping the game. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, so you're supposed to not uh, have this, in, like, anything like that. And even showing the jury is one thing, but, like, uh, giving them more information and, like, uh, whether the reindeer are real or not. I don't even think that you can't Google it, so... But anyway, let, we'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> let's talk more about the, the beginning of this, which was the uh, BB Glam Ball, the fashion show. Okay, um, this, is, this is where I thought this is where the meat and potatoes of how you would feel would be kind of bring brought to the forefront. Well, let's let's bring in the, some, some of these um, uh, images here. Uh, this is Brayden. I don't know if you know, but he's a, a butterfly. Yeah. Oh, and did I mention that I'm literally a butterfly? We also, uh, he's also pastel princess. Yes. Hmm. We have Tashawn here in his, uh, his, his gear. He's, um, I rock anything I wear. I feel like I can look good in anything. Are you feeling it? I'm not feeling anything. I'm feeling myself. Lord, <laughs> uh, we had uh Tara in this garb here looking like a 80s, 80s uh fairy yeah. of some kind. I don't know, like some kind of Tinkerbell. Um, thing. have we totally forgotten about this theme of the house? Like, the theme just went out the window like week one, yeah, yeah. We had we, we we forgot about the theme, and then oh, yeah, and then we had Kiefer's. With the big bird on his suit. Um, watching this, I'm like, are are these tributes for the Hunger Games? Like, <laughs> and each what is representing their district? Come on, <laughs> I'm like, geez, that, that's, that's kind of what it was. Pretty, yeah, that's what it they felt were... like. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so. Because this was based on some a tattoo he has on his arm, right? And, and he well, said that. I I I think that. If it was me with a tattoo, I still wouldn't have it. Like it's because of he's indigenous. That's why. <laughs> that's yeah, why. <laughs> they were. This was. Yeah, this was. You're right. This is a great analogy. The Hunger Games. They're all representing their respective districts. This is uh, the official uh, look for the people of Calgary. Uh, the Braden's <laughs> bringing on here. And this is this is Montreal. This is how this is, this is a, tra- a traditional Montreal. Um... And and Tara's old, so they got something from the eighties. Yeah, Tara Tara's <laughs> born in the eighties, so yeah. therefore this works. You know, uh, she's all the way back then. 
Pretty Sorry, quote unquote old. Quote unquote old. Quote unquote old. She's actually younger than both of us. <laughs> she's not using much. not much. Yes. Not much. Months. So yeah, if you were in the house, you'd be the old man. Uh, I would be. I'd be like the Spencer Clausen or somebody like that if I was in the house. <laughs> but you less know? creepy. Less creepy. But well, maybe I get final. Well, I don't want final three. I want to win. You want to win. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just not charismatic, I don't think, Spencer Clausen. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. Um, okay. So just, you know, they were doing their thing. And then we got the awards, which was fun. They, I guess if you're going to do a clip show, why not do it from the ball pit? right Um, so so they can't let people sleep in the ball pit but they'll have a dinner and um, a movie and drinks in the ball pit that's fine it was i'm not they're very they're being very inconsistent with the use of this ball pit uh, what if it's a punishment or some kind of reward for the house or some kind of fun but let's work for a house for victoria let's talk about all the different awards we had the most discombobulated debate it was whether reindeer are real, which I do have a clip of. Reindeer are real. Yes! Maybe it's based off of a deer, but they're not actually exactly. Reindeer is a type of deer. Why are you so convinced they're real? Because I know. It's I've like I literally watched I have a documentary on reindeer. reindeer. Yeah. And what do you know about them? I, already, I literally you, told you. I no, told tell me again. Reindeer are women. That's something what I told they're you. They're all women? Like, they're all female So Rudolph is a, is a woman? It's a female, yeah. Biologically, yes. Yeah, I can't. It's Biologically, like, yes. Yeah. It's okay, guys. Look, look. Okay. <laughs> okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I never really understood what Braden was trying to say about the all the reindeer were women or something or female, um, but reindeer are real. What I, I don't understand is even how the question is even like positioned, like how Ty is approaching this conversation. He's asking a question, indicating that he is unaware if it is a fact or not. And then the reply is, yes, it is a fact that reindeer exist. And then he automatically is like, no, I don't believe you. Or um, not even that is like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You just say that. I don't think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's very sure of himself. Well, you know, he can look good in anything and any opinion really too. Uh, Versus this other conversation, which was, in the kitchen, it involved many people, including Tashawn and Jetson and others, about chickens chicken versus eggs. eggs. Yes. And whether eating a chicken is the same as eating an egg and uh or if you're egg. allergic to eggs, are you can you are you also allergic to chicken? I don't think so, right? I, I think it's the enzymes from the egg that make the difference. And yeah. that's what you're allergic to. Right. It's not the actual species you're allergic to. Correct. Right. To my knowledge. To my knowledge. But it's possible. Like, I don't yeah. know. So anyway, but just this whole thing about it was kind of a ridiculous conversation. It couldn't compare to this reindeer chat, which, of course, won. I, most... I disagree. I disagree. It shouldn't have won. You think that, that this one? No, won, I think that there, the obvious nomination should have been um, Spicy um, spicy V talking to uh, the Sunsetters, explaining why... Um, why uh, Latoya? Uh, um, the whole situation with like after this week we'll work together, but this week we're not working together. Thing regarding Latoya being evicted. 
that whole mm-hmm. speech that went on forever that made no sense and kept going in circles that was that should have won that one as much oh dude that was well that's awkward It was a terrible conversation. It was a terrible conversation. That would have been my vote. Okay. Well, I think that the reindeer was a fitting winner here, in my opinion. To, uh, you know, Without giving but... any game talk, definitely. You're absolutely sure? Yeah, I, yeah. But even like some of them were not there for it, right? Even these Final Four, they're like, what? Is the the keeper's whole... like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, this, I can't believe I'm on a season with this. Uh, and then Toshan still didn't believe in reindeer, even after everything. Yeah, and then they have to come back. <laughs> when Rohan Rohan said, "Hey, reindeer are real," he goes, "Well, how does he know? <laughs> he doesn't know anything." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what? Does Rohan you know need, nothing? You th- did they need like production to come on? <laughs> Ty, reindeer do exist. If it like, wasn't a pandemic, I think they would have to bring a reindeer in." Um, <laughs> Just to show it to him, you know, but I don't think that's feasible right now. Okay, we also had the favorite face off. This was my least favorite award because I thought it, w- it showed too much that was too much of the drama. I think it's one thing to show the goofy stuff, but I think some of the more intense game stuff I think should not be included in these kinds of uh, things, or it should be like done with like house guests who were evicted long ago, like maybe Josh, pre- like Josh, like show like the argument between Josh and Julie or something that doesn't really affect things now. Yeah. Um, this was, I, I, you know, but anyway, we had the Kyle and Rohan and Kiefer and Latoya, um, fight the pantry gate, as we called it in, at the time versus the, uh, you know, the Tara calling them all cowards. And then <laughs> Kiefer saying, don't call me a, don't uh, call me a coward. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't call me a coward, Tara. Are you playing right now? Bunch of cowards. This, uh, this, of course, won. I have the whole clip from back in then. I'm going to win this game. <laughs> Not sitting next to him, you won't. Yes, I will. Guy hasn't touched the block, hasn't had to do anything. Huh. If you don't think that they will cut you next... They're not going to get a chance. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> don't worry, Jeff. You got my vote. Worry, I just Jeff. love it. We'll vote you out. <laughs> I love what he, how indignant uh, Kiefer is at the prospect. Not sitting next to him, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, Tara. You know, if he was watching Star Trek 9 at 9, he would say, What a laugh! What a laugh that is. (laughs) Get out of here, Tara. Sir! (laughs) Um, Okay, so this this one, um, and and, uh, just the reaction. I want a BB Cat Award! And then they start high-fiving each other. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so... She, like, too much. You oversold it, Tara. You always oversold it. But I kept it as a clip, so thank you. All right, then um, we had the best dance moves. Okay, I was fine with this award. Best dance moves is fine. We had, uh, you know, Brayden and Beth, I guess, were, were kind of uh, co-submission for in uh, the, the, e- doing- the Elaine Award. They should have named it for Beth. Jeez. Beth, not a good dancer. Brayden, pretty good dancer. Yeah, I guess. Better compared better, to Better, yes, better. Yeah. Like, Beth, uh, I'm surprised uh, BB Medical didn't come in to check to see if she was having a stroke. Jeez. Right. But <laughs> how could that compare to Victoria's whatever she did back in the... Uh, when Victoria cut loose, Jesus. if you recall. Do you remember when Victoria cut loose way back when? 
I, I grass is grass. I were her, her she was rubbing that grass all over that place. Um that's that's soap and some pine salt all on the couches, in my opinion. She busts. That was when they said she is that girl. <laughs> she is that girl, yes. She's yeah. that girl. Oh yeah, Victoria. Uh, she of course won. Um, I thought deservedly so. Uh, because <laughs> how can you forget that or unsee that? Uh, there was also this bingo won the next one. I don't even know what the award was for. Um, it was, I kind of best, best uh, like, uh, challenge, I guess. Challenge. Um, this is where Kiefer sat in the milk or whatever it was. Yeah, and, it was uh, a combination of stuff. It's, it's not like the golfer was going to win the golfer count. That was not fun. No, or the very um, forgettable. Yeah. There was, I can't even remember a lot of these challenges for just like food. I can't even remember. Because it was so easy for individuals to win. Is that spaghetti noodles? Oh, yeah, they didn't do the spaghetti fight. I'm surprised they didn't show that sequence. I'm sure that, yeah, I was a little surprised that didn't make the show. Uh, And then we got a montage with lots of emotional stuff, clip shows, kind of stuff. Uh, They were were pulling on the heartstrings. They wanted this cast to really feel it. Were you feeling it, Jamil? No. I was not. I was not feeling this whatsoever. Like, uh, uh, sentimentality is fine. I'm a very sentimental dude. But when it seems so prepackaged to the point that this was, I'm like, no, it doesn't work for me at all. There, there wasn't enough. There was enough juice uh, in the squeeze, in my opinion. There, there were no- things I, I felt should have been included. Normally, you show this kind of stuff on finale night after the vote has happened, when you bring the whole cast back and you reunite them. This is when you would kind of show this kind of stuff to celebrate the season. It's weird that they're throwing it in here on Monday. You know, not that Big Brother US doesn't do clip shows. They often do do a clip show sort of in this final four stage here, too. But it wouldn't be on. I guess it'd be on the Sunday. It just it's because we get a whole week in between. Yeah. No concert, no BB concert. Well, you know what? I want we have to give this a chance. Yeah, no concert, no uh, Ziggy Marley or whoever is going to be brought in. (laughs) Ziggy Marley. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Ziggy Marley. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I love Ziggy Marley. Uh, Where was I going? Have you ever seen Ziggy Marley perform? I'm sure he's fine. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I have actually seen him perform live. You know, I, I I don't think he has the notoriety of his father, but I'm sure he, he, he's. Once again, fine. I say the juice is not worth the squeeze. I would not go to the lengths of everyone. Ziggy Marley ratings would dr- plummet. Right. Plummet. What, what we're gonna, what we are going to get, um, the question we're gonna answer maybe on Thursday is: Is this like week where? Basically, this Monday episode played much like a Sunday Final Four would in the U.S. version, yeah. right? Um, but we are going to crown the winner on Thursday, whereas in the U.S. version, we would have like a whole week in between, which we would fo- we would have more like focus on the final three and those and 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 the the turmoil each of the final three have to grapple with. Like, who do I take if I win? If they win, who will they take? You know, so that's all got to be very much condensed compared to yeah. how they would normally do it. I, I think they're going to do um, uh, veto and um, eviction on Wednesday, plus the uh, the kind of conversation about part one. Uh, 
Um, they're going to show part one, part two, and possibly um, and part three, and all the jury stuff on Thursday. So that's how it's going to play out. Right. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> what else? Okay. So I, at this point, I was saying, oh, no, this is where I realized we weren't getting the veto tonight. Nope. Uh, when the clip, sh- when the montage started, I, I realized it was over. Even the beginning uh, of the veto, you were like, uh, "Are we gonna get it?" No. I was like, "Are we gonna?" Well, because like you know, it's possible still. Like we obviously do double evictions in half an hour, and it's possible to fit all this in, uh, with, especially with so few people voting, only one person voting. Uh, it's possible to fit this all in tonight, but nope, no, they're gonna push it to Wednesday. Um, so Ty took Bray to Wendy's for their date, which he promised him long ago. Both got salads. They were both they were taking a little lighter today. No, he says he wanted a Baconator the first, like... Well, he said what? he wanted a Baconator, but I don't think he ordered a Baconator. I don't think he ordered a Baconator either. I think uh, he's like, uh, it's finale night. I gotta I gotta do more crunches. I, I, <laughs> I gotta do more crunches. I need to, yeah, go go to a little bit more roughage. Um, I'm looking for Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. But yeah, yeah, I know you're looking for that clip. Of course I am. <laughs> At this point, if you're not in the tr- junior bacon cheeseburger for a junior kind of gal, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's Jensen going Woo! or whatever he's doing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was but okay. Um, when when he picked up his Wendy's, uh, Braden's or sorry, Tashan's mom was there, and uh, Tashan's mom, she's like she threw a little French in, and Bra- and um, Tashan was like. Why are you doing that? You're, you're hating my marketability. Well, or like, I, I just like, I, like, I got the impression, like, maybe they're not a French, uh, a Francophone family. They might speak French, but they don't speak French at home. So he wouldn't, he, he, he caught him off guard, I thought. She, she was giving him clues. She was giving him clues. Well, he is the lone Quebecer in this game in general. Uh, you know, so he's sort of representing the province in some ways here. Hmm. That could have some meaning. They're probably like the producers, are like say something in French, so that like, you know, we want we want Inclusive. those Quebec. Yeah, we want to make sure the Quebec is on our side because if you don't mention it, they might just um, seem like, oh, he is not a true Quebecer. He is. He does not believe in the in Quebec. 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 Um, but there's there's a whole English community in Quebec who I'm sure is watching him too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you throw sure. a little French in there. You're kind of like saying, yeah, that's the Quebec experience. Either of you're English. He's going right. to work on his French. He's going to be the BB correspondent in Quebec. He might be. You, yeah. you know, there's been some there's been some uh, interesting players out of Quebec in this Big Brother Canada you know, these nine seasons. Um, also, uh, you know, uh, Bra- or, sorry, Deshaun was a little bit judgmental of Braden having the Frosty first. <laughs> He's like, really, Brayden? You're gonna have a frosty as your appetizer? And Brayden's like, yeah. It's a problem. Deal breaker, it's off. <laughs> he just ship is off. I should have dare they <laughs> should have put you on the block. I'll dare you. How dare you? This is so humiliating. That's this is the other thing he likes to say a lot. Pastel princess. Okay, and then uh Tara went to go speak to Brayden. 
um, talking about the relationship between. She's like, I really don't know what's going on between Brayden and Ty. Okay, but how, how do you know more about this than Tara does, uh, Jamil? Because you've been talking about Brayden and Ty since like week two. Feeds. <laughs> I guess she's never in the room when no it's been like and remember a lot of the more uh, uh, public um, PDA has been when the Sunsetters or sorry the trio was together with Brayden so the week after Austin left so Tara Tara was still with Tina Tara still was with Tina at that point okay interesting um so and she asked do you have like feelings for each other and brayden's like well yeah maybe and um, <laughs> i'm like brayden don't give your heart away but brayden also don't say that to her if she gets like veto and she's like well i can't make sure that this dude continues on because then it's going to be two versus one where i'm not sure where Kiefer is going to be at the well, very she can end. use that information with Kiefer saying, like, they're in love with each other. Like, obviously, you it's a showmance. You have to consider that. Yeah. Right? And so... So that's and, why I felt like Brady, that was the wrong answer. <laughs> Who knows what happens this after this season, but for right now, we're just playing a game. That should yeah. have been his answer. This this conversation definitely benefited Tara more than it benefited Brayden's game, yeah. I thought. Um, and then that was almost the end. Of, oh, uh, sorry. We missed that. Uh, Kiefer was missing home. He was homesick. And he sang um, a, uh, a Haida Gwaii lullaby. Yeah. Kiefer, uh, do not <laughs> recite poetry in the Big Brother house. Because they've already sung. Right? And uh, I don't know. I guess P- uh, Chance and, and, and uh, Indigenous uh, poetry and Chance aren't copyrighted, so... It's public domain, maybe. Uh, yeah, they, this this was maybe cultural significance or yeah, different different things. Uh, did you enjoy this? Well, it was fine. Uh, like I, I'm sorry, I'm not as hyped up. I just wanted a little bit more from this episode. I was expecting some of this on Wednesday and Thursday as opposed to today's episode. Right. Well, to take feeds down for five days to give us this seems like. Oh, well, they didn't take feeds down. They, feeds oh, they are, uh, no, they're spoilers, friend. Oh, well, hey, that's a spoiler. And so, okay, we're going to get to look ahead here. That's exciting. I thought that there was going to be no information. Yeah, spoilers. Um, feeds went down either Sunday or Saturday, I believe. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get to it. And the nom ceremony, which we know means nothing in Final Four, but it's Taryn Kiefer. Braden's the one he chooses to leave off. Not not a big surprise. Yeah. And also puts more merit to, wait, is their relationship just for the game or dot, dot, dot? Yeah, it 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 it, it does. It, there's a bit of doubt there for sure. Like, what 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 is it to Ty? What is it to Braden? What is it? What, how is it this going to play out in these final four? It's kind of interesting. It's kind of an interesting uh, effect dynamic. Yeah, you know, and it, it you know, I I feel like I I want Kiefer to be taken out because I think he's just it's too obvious. It's like why do I want to see? Like, it's like why can watching Michael. I, I know why I want to see it. I want Kiefer to win. But that being said, mm-hmm. I would prefer if he won his way there as opposed to. <laughs> someone foolishly drags him there and then he just beats them. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> so we'll see. I, I, I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out. I just want it to play out, and I'm kind of like this holdup kind of kind of uh, it um yucked my yum uh, fun right that I I wanted to have this like oh yeah um uh, to see who won veto, which I know I've never had such a good chance of winning, Jamil. I have two of the final four in the draft. This, this year. could be your time. This could be my time. Kiefer yeah. is the one is not one of those. He, that's <laughs> Jane. Kiefer out. Jane always wins. Jane, I can't let Jane win again. Not that I have any choice or uh, allowing <laughs> it to happen. You're going to go in and start yelling uh, at the wall. It's like, take Kiefer out. I need to win my pool. <laughs> Nothing is rigged. I would feel like, hey, this is a rig here. Like, uh, you know, hey. I'm no bananas. No bananas. Oh, Everything that happens is so real. <laughs> Thank you for telling us that, Victoria. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So that's the episode. Um, would you give out of 10, what would you rate this episode? Two. <laughs> I, Two. I, I was not feeling it. I was not feeling it at all. Um, I, expectations are a curious thing. And I had expectations and they were kind of dashed. So okay, I would give it a little higher. I'd say it was like it was kind of mediocre for me. It was uh maybe even a little bit of a letdown considering it's supposed to be the finale week. And it's kind of, it was kind of like that clip show episode. So I at most I can give this like a five or a six, you know. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like uh eh. yeah. Um what's the 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 best thing that happened tonight was the fashion show. Like I'm feeling myself. And Tashawn won, who I was hoping for. I was hoping Tashawn would win this HOH. I didn't want Kiefer to win the HOH. So, um, hey, there we go. So, I'm also interested in spoilers. If you're going to leave us now, then um, we'll hopefully have you back for the Wednesday episode and for Thursday. We're going to be covering both of those. Uh, the veto for this uh, final week. And then, of course, the finale with the final three uh on thursday so check out our other content we have also covered other shows here on super Mater brothers podcasting that are not related to uh, just big brother we also do uh survivor survivor or we we have been for at least about a year now uh when that's on on the air we've done uh, Westworld. we've done marvel cinematic universe podcast we just did um a mega cast a mega cast. There was a three-hour mega cast. It's one of the <laughs> longest podcasts ever. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Jamil and I did on uh, Friday or Saturday. Sorry, Saturday night with Ashley Millard covering all six episodes of that. We also did Wandavision when that series came out. We'll be covering all the new Marvel stuff as it comes out, hopefully. And uh, we also have done uh, different series like The Serpent and Tiger King. So we have a whole Netflix like kind of uh, mini series uh, podcast series that we started here so super made brothers podcasting very busy plus we have other channels like live long and podcast which is our star trek channel which on tuesday night we talk about star trek d space nine tomorrow we're doing the episode called life support it's about uh, when vedic burrell dies who wouldn't want to see that on wednesday we do a star trek the original series this week we're doing uh the enterprise incident that's where uh the, you know where kirk recklessly takes the enterprise into the romulan neutral zone and gets surrounded and and then Spock has a romance with a Romulan. It's compelling. Check it out on Wednesday. Plus Star Trek Radio Theater, where we reenact Star Trek scripts, just released the edited version of Smart and Snare onto the audio version and onto YouTube. I highly recommend checking it out because the uh, the, the live version is fine, but the edited version is is almost like the real thing. You know, superb. Almost, yeah, so I would check that out if you haven't already. 
And uh, and then plus uh, we have Trivial Debates, which is our monthly channel where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and more. Uh, the you know like that's our last Sunday of every month. Jody Simpson's slated to host the next one. Okay, let's get into spoilers, Jamil. I need to know what's happening. So veto competition has completed, and we have a winner of the veto. It is. Tara has won oh. the veto. <laughs> oh yes, I I I I have to thank. Uh, get... And who got me there? Me. I would like to thank me for all my hard work. I would like to thank me for getting Jensen out not once but now twice. And I would like to thank me for saving my game in this house. Thank you, Tara. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yes, uh, she won. She won. Um, and now the, the conversation is, who is going home? And um, bo- all the parties are doing a great job of basically convincing her to evict them. <laughs> okay. Because now it comes down between Brayden and Kiefer, of course. Yes, but like they're doing it, each of them are doing a terrible job of convincing Tara not to vote them out. Oh, well, Brayden, but come on, this is so obvious. Like, come on, Tara, Tara, if you don't take the shot, what, what, like, Tushan basically confirms that he has a pseudo relationship with Brayden. Which is like, wait, don't say that. Don't right? say that. Don't say that. So it's like, and then Kiefer brings it up. So it's like, hmm. Kiefer also implies like, hey, look, um, you already mentioned that like the most important thing is family. These guys don't have family. Like this money would change my life, would change your life. So if I lose, I, I would prefer to lose to you, right? If you were to lose, wouldn't you prefer to lose to me so that like, you at least know that it's like it would change our lives for them. What's going to happen, right? What's really going to happen for them, right? Well, Deshaun's not the, exactly the breath, chicken. Yeah. Then the same breath, Kiefer's like, "You do whatever, vote me out." <laughs> it's like, what? No, no. What are you saying? Don't don't walk it back. Don't give her an out to say why. There's no pressure sales approach. Yeah, geez. Like they're 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 each doing a terrible job. So Tara will have to make her own mind. Um, we'll see. She would have to be absolutely insane not to vote out Kiefer. Like she would, she would deserve to lose. Like you know, um, it, Kiefer would already. No, I, I, I was, I was feeling it uh, for a second there, but come on, like. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your parade. I, well, I think okay. she's gonna vote out. Uh, like, I, there, are, there are reasons to choose to vote out Braden, but they're not they don't outweigh on the scale versus Kiefer. Here's my opinion though. So if she votes out Kiefer, right? And she doesn't win any of the final Yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay, she's, she's at not, a disadvantage she's because those two taken. are tight. She's it, not going to get taken and yeah. Braden will win. Uh-huh. Right? Um let's say she wins and uh, she doesn't take uh Kiefer and she wins. Um She'll win the game if I think if she takes Brayden or Ty, either one. So she would have to win final three to to win the game. In that instance, let's say she takes Kiefer and votes out Brayden. Um, 
is Kiefer going to take Ty? Honestly, I don't think he's going to take Ty. Right? If he wins. If he wins the final um, HOH. And he'll take uh, Tara and she'll get second place. I don't know. I, mean, I think it would if, be a tough it would be a tough decision for Kiefer because they're both jury threats. But I, he I wins he wins either way. It doesn't I matter, think but. for his narrative, if he said that he took out the Sunsetters, I think that would cement that he would win. Mm-hmm. Right? If as, as opposed to taking Ty to the end, and then it's like, why did you take this dude? Like you are mad at us for betraying you, but then you let him slide. That doesn't make any sense. That whole that whole conversation doesn't make any sense. You just pick and choose what what works for you in that specific um, instance. And I'm not going to give you credit for a move of happenstance, which basically for Kiefer, he hasn't won anything since double eviction. And that was a while ago. Right. So he hasn't really had that much impact in the end. Right. Now, if Tara takes uh, Tashan, right, in the final three, let's say she votes up Brayden, takes Tashan instead of Kiefer, and she, she wins, she takes Tashan. I think she beats him. If she takes, if she wins final HOH and takes Kiefer, I think it's a compelling argument to say, you know, the, the laid low and then when I had to win, I won conversation. It is is compelling, and there's a lot of people who support um, Beth. Sorry, um, support Tara, especially Beth. So, I think that she has more chances to win if she gets out Brayden as opposed to if she takes out Kiefer. That's just my opinion, just trying to break it down in the thought process. But regardless, I think that for her to win, like to truly win. She needs to win final three HOH. It doesn't really matter what happens. But she is her chances are much lower if Kiefer's still in the game. Okay, let's say she to, wins to win the game. Um yeah. possibly. Like, because as I mentioned before, if Kiefer's still in the if she's if he's out of the game, she has a 33% chance of uh, of winning. Right, if Kiefer's yeah. out of the game, she still has a thirty-three percent chance of winning. Well, if Kiefer's in the game, she has um, slightly higher. I think it is. She has a higher chance of being taken. Of taken, yes. Of taken, yes. So but it's it's, it's possible. It's, I could see Deshaun taking Tara even too. Right? No, I don't think so. I don't think he would. I think he would lose to Tara. Interesting. I, um, Beth does Beth does not like Tashawn at all. So Jed Jed and Beth won't vote for Tashawn now. Yeah. Hmm. I just I can't. You can't. I not know. Vote. You, if you're Tara, what I'm saying, like, is, like, what I'm saying Tara, is insane. What I'm saying yeah, is insane. There's no. There's no. There's no. There's no way you can think about it for this much time, and come to the conclusion. That Braden is the one you need to vote out. Like it just I, doesn't make sense. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I look, I'm I'm seeing from an outside perspective for Tara in the house. To me, it's pretty cut and dry. You vote out Kiefer. Yeah, that, that, like you're delusional, Mama. <laughs> delusional, Mama. And that's what that's what Tashawn and and um and and uh, Braden are gonna say to her if. <laughs> 
if she doesn't vote out Kiefer, they'd be like, what is wrong with this woman? Why would she do that? And she would have to explain herself. She'd have to explain herself. Like if if she does, if she, yeah, if she, if she could recover from this and then she's the one who cuts Kiefer at final two and then, then yeah, then she wins a hundred percent and like, she'll be a legend. But she, she like she but has even to. If she has, takes Kiefer, I think she can still possibly win. Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I think it's it's a lot hard. Like maybe, but it's it's a, it's it's. A it is split. a harder path. It is a harder path. It's a much harder path. But and that's two out of three versus, you know, one out of three. I think you still have a one out of three chance, no matter which way you want to look at it. Yeah, Kiefer might take you, but if Kiefer wins and takes you, you're not going to win anyway. You're just going to get second. But if Tashawn takes you, you you would still win too. Same result. So better to safer to vote out keeper. Fair enough. You know, Tara um, has not necessarily taken the easiest path. So why start now? Why start now? She likes to do things a little bit harder than, mm-hmm. than usual. She could call him a coward on the way out. A <laughs> uh, bunch of cowards. Yes. Right, find a bunch of cowards. Bunch of cowards. <laughs> Did you listen to Beth's exit interview with Taryn? Yes. It was, um, it was, uh, Bad connection. <laughs> oh, um, but like that jury management for for Ty, I think that's gonna bite him in the butt. And he, I think he's a dead man walking unless he like over. Oh, yeah, sit next to Brayden. Yeah, for Tashawn's end game is to sit next to Brayden, and then he maybe does win. Maybe, maybe, but if like I don't know if let's say Brayden wins one of the final HOH, I don't know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We'll see. We'll what see. a great feeling! Mm. <laughs> I'm feeling myself. Feeling himself. We'll see. We'll see. Once okay. again, all my expectations is transferred to Wednesday. I've already won, Jamil, because I have two. The two of the final three are my draft picks. Remember when I when I was still in this um draft? It was so long. Ago. It was so long so many, ago. You've been out. You've been out since uh, Victoria. since Victoria went out, right? So many injury. years. So many years. Yeah, it's so long ago. Who can even remember? Uh, yes. But I, I took a chance on TNT, a different TNT, not the Tara and uh, and Tina, but rather Tina. Sorry, Tara and uh, Tashan. Yeah, you TNT. did. And here they are. They're in the final two, and in either Braden or Kiefer will join them. We'll see. We'll see. But that's Wednesday. So join us for that, please. Folks. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that. Okay. Hey. All right. It's all we're we're it's a it's a it's a sprint to the end here. Or is it, is it a sprint to the end or a jog? I can't we'll, we'll we'll figure this out as we go. This episode felt like a jog, but I think Wednesday this not like a jog, but okay. But I feel like it's it's just the warm-up until we we're now it's like hey, proper stretching. Okay. Proper stretching. We're uh, we're working uh, the, the the ligaments, the muscles, all the all that technical talk. Okay, let's close the book on episode twenty-seven. Um, I'm Dave Mater. Thank you, Jamil Robinson, for breaking this episode down tonight. And we will be back Wednesday night, and we'll also be on Live Long and Podcast tomorrow. That will be our next show, Tuesday night, nine o'clock over there. All right. Until then, uh, make sure you play the clip, Dave. Uh... <laughs> Do you have like a, a like? And a... remember, someone. Oh, thank you.